Hey everyone, welcome back to Land Investing Online. Come unlock your potential freedom through land investing. Here at Land Investing Online, we teach students how to profitably buy and sell vacant land. This is the simplest, least competitive, and most profitable sector of real estate. For more information, visit landinvestingonline.com. We even have a free Discord with tons of successful investors, including Dan and myself. Please subscribe and like this video, whatever platform you're watching on, it really helps us out, guys. Um, comment down below. If you're on YouTube, comment down below. If you have future podcast uh, ideas, let us know what you want to hear about and uh, we'll get to those. Today, I'm very excited to have Anthony Weiler with us. Anthony is a coaching student and has really hit the ground running with his land business. Anthony, how are you doing today? Oh, I'm doing good, Ron. Happy to be here. Good. Before we get started uh, interviewing Anthony, talking about Anthony's background, we're going to take a question from one of our uh, members. This is from Christian. What's everyone's favorite ways to create a robust buyer's list? Uh, so I'll take this. Uh, so creating a buyer's list is really important, especially as this market gets a little tighter, a little more difficult to sell land. I think having buyers lined up is very important. For, for Dan and I, what we do, I mean, we're not like marketing buyer's lists or anything like that, but just keeping track, having a system for tracking your buyers so if someone and talking to these people also, there's realtors that might have a buyer's list that you can talk to or have them list it with. Um, so tracking it, talking to these people. So maybe you talk to someone, it's five acres you're trying to sell. They call, this isn't the right piece of land for me. Um, ask them, what are you looking for? Because you're going to have a land that matches up with them at some point. So, so ask them what they're looking for. Um, write it down, keep track of it somehow. And then that's how you're going to do it. I don't really, we don't blast emails saying we have this piece of land here. We try to get a small list of this person's looking for five to eight acres in this area. Okay, let's call these seven people when we get a piece of land like that. And that's how we do it. And that's how we sell land before we even buy it sometimes. But uh, let's get to the show. So like I said, we have Anthony Weiler. He is newer to the land game, but him and his father, who he's partnered with, have really hit the ground running. So I'm really excited to have him. I think he's going to give good insight. But uh, Anthony, let's get started by just talking about your background before land investing. Talk about where you are currently in the land business. Um, and yeah, let's go from there. Yeah, so my background is, uh, I mean, I pretty, I've pretty much always have wanted to own my own business. So I've tried a few, a few things. I had a drop shipping store on a website that was pretty much like a complete failure. Um, I have an Amazon FBA store. And if you could see, I have boxes of stuff that I'm prepping <laughs> to send out. And I'm currently, um, we're at a five to six years in sales. And I'm currently a funding analyst for a small lending company. But um, in the land business, my dad and I have been in it for about a month, month and a half now. And yeah, just haven't looked back since. Yeah. So I guess just right now, and what I've noticed from you, Anthony, and your father as well, um, like you guys are extremely bought in. Can you talk a little bit about like, you guys don't have a proof of concept right now. And I'll just break, like they have, they've sent a good amount of mail. Um, they're waiting for a lot of mail to hit. And Anthony can talk more about that. But uh, as far as the buy-in, Anthony, because there's a lot of people listening here that might have some questions about the reality of it. I know you've seen some other students' success, but uh, go into that a little bit. Yeah. So a big component with for just um, land investing was our research. My dad had actually approached me and said, hey, you know, I know you have ideas of trying to start businesses. Have you looked into real estate and land investing? And I've never, I'd never heard of it before. So at that point, I mean, I was into every podcast, every YouTube, um, every book that was available. So at that point, 
I gathered up all the data and presented it to my dad and said, I think there's a lucrative opportunity here. I think we should try something. And I don't think we can do it on our own. Mm-hmm. You know, I just told him straightforward because it just didn't make any sense. Um, so yeah, then we came across you guys and yeah, since then we haven't looked back. We just bought in and we think that something can be made here. So we figured why not give our best? Cause we won't know what's going to happen unless we do so. Nice. And for those of you listening who are like, there are people in this business that I, and that's why I'm interviewing Anthony today. Cause he's not someone who's going to tell you how to do 50 deals in a, in a year, but he's someone that is a great person to follow through the steps to get started um, and I know what the future is for Anthony as dad, as far as success in this business, as long as they stay consistent and keep doing what they're doing, um, it, it, it's just inevitable. And we've, I've seen so many people come through as far as who are like half in. And I, I tell, like, even when I'm like doing these consultations, I tell them like, I, I don't know if it's the right fit for you. I want you to make sure I talked to someone last night and I told him like, I, I don't want someone to join the program. Who's not all in. Um, it, it's just not going to be beneficial. It's not going to work out because it does take a lot of time and sacrifice and a ton of education. Anthony, they don't miss our Wednesday calls. We have an accountability group with them. They don't miss that. Um, it's just consistent education. Uh, but what, what's been the uh, most challenging part so far, Anthony? So like you said, month, month and a half, um, you've done a ton of, a lot of effort, but what's been the most challenging part for you and your father? I think it's just been the learning curve. Um, we're definitely some overthinkers. And when it comes to pricing, I mean, we had messaged you I mean, gosh, it seems like a thousand times you've come back to us and said, hey, your pricing's a little bit off. You need to readjust or, um, you know, you got to do this or that. But the biggest thing is just learning. And I think a big obstacle that a lot of people come across is when those challenges arise, you know, you kind of shut down and that's happened to me a few times. But it's just, you know, overcoming those and just keep on learning. But the hardest thing for us is just, you know, gathering data, how you're going to price it. And if there are those variables, if you don't have enough data, you know, what are you going to do? So um, that's definitely been the biggest hurdle, but having, you know, you and Daniel, that's, that's been very helpful and saved us a lot of time and money so yeah. far. I think, I think I was, uh, and with, with people who are this bought in and like, believe me, like I want them to be successful, but I think I was messaging you guys. and like reviewing your pricing last night at like, cause I told them yesterday it's, it was Saturday night and I was doing it at like 1130. It might've been midnight by the time I was doing it, honestly. And we're going back. Yeah, I was really surprised there, uh, to see that. <laughs> yeah. They're in California and, uh, so they're three hours behind and I knew they'd probably be awake. So I was doing it and going back and forth with his uh, dad actually. But um, yeah, the pricing aspect, I, I really think that's a valuable and you guys taking our insights in that is very important. Um, how, how's your experience been with the coaching program? So for those of you who don't know, so we have a regular course where it's just like you get the course, you get the discord, you get um, our Wednesday calls, everything like that. You get a lot of resources, but you don't get like the one-on-one, like direct coaching with Daniel and myself. How's your experience been with that? If you want to touch a little bit on it. Yeah, I, I think it's been great. Uh, my dad and I were talking about about the other day and he was like, I don't see how we could do anything if you know we didn't have coaches. It, there was just no way how we could figure anything out. Um, and it's been really helpful. I mean, you guys are very bought in. So seeing you message us and you know in a promptly and timely manner, they're like, okay, they're bought in. And we come from a competitive background. My dad coached me for a while. You know, you always want to give back what you're getting too. And so it's been a great give and take relationship. And yeah, it's it's been very beneficial. Like we said, we always have tons of questions with pricing. We 
we were just talking about a county last night that's been really driving me crazy because I've been trying to handle the pricing for that for the most part. Um, but yeah, it's it's been great. So we're really excited to see the results and that's why we're bought in and just consistency, consistency, consistency. Nice. Yeah, and they've uh, like I feel like I need to give more as people are giving more and like just the effort they give forces me to give more effort. Um, and like, I see the buy-in there. It's very easy for me to do that, that at midnight on a uh, Saturday because I enjoy it for one and I know what the end result is. I know how much I want to help them. Um, so obviously we've talked about it multiple times partnering with uh, your dad. How's that uh, experience been? I think there's probably some people watching, like uh, we have someone who's kind of partnered with his brother um, and just, I'm obviously partnered with my brother. So I, I can even talk on that, but uh, talk about that relationship a little bit. Yeah, it's it's been a really good relationship. I remember at first when he asked me, I was like, "Oof!" I, I you know, I was like, "Ooh, you know, how's this gonna go?" You know, this is my dad, but um, we have a really good relationship, so it's been really good. I'm more of um, the type of person that's like go go go, and he's a lot more methodical. So we really balance each other out. And I think you had mentioned it in the accountability group. You know, finding a partner, or even in a podcast, you know, finding a partner is really difficult, and you need to be smart about it because you not only have to have trust in them. You have to have similar core values and you have to really make sure you can hold each other accountable. And I think there's no better person to do that than my dad. Yeah. You know, to be honest, he's, I feel like he's probably, I'm not a father, but I'm sure he's done that to me his whole life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but yeah, the relationship's been great and we've just been moving and grooving. Yep. How do you think you guys are going to handle hiccups um, or have you had any like, uh, conf- not confrontations, but arguments about something or um, or how do you think you'll handle that one? Because something is going to come up at some point where like, uh, it's just, it's going to, and how are you going to handle that? Yeah, I think it's just about having open conversations. You know, mm-hmm. communication is crucial. And if you're in a partnership, you're running a business. And not only this, you know, my dad, you know, this is, you just have to have open lines of communication and, you know, just be open. And once you have emotions involved, that's when things start to fall apart, in my opinion. So just, you know, being cool, calm and collective and just, understand where each other are coming from and you got to keep growing. If not, you know, what's going to happen. Yeah. I, I, I think the key is like not looking at it as a brother, as a father, as whatever, whoever, whatever the family relationship is. I think if you can separate that, uh, like emotional side of it, um, which isn't an easy yeah. thing, it's easier said than done. Like you and your father probably have a really good relationship prior to this, um, to kind of allow you guys to be open and everything with this. Um, so for Dan, on, I think really important for uh, partnerships in general, family, I think you need to have a similar vision. The The hiccups are going to come when you force a father-son uh, partnership in a land business, force a brother-brother, uh, but just because they're your brother. It has to be a good fit beyond uh, the family relationship or whatever like that. And having a similar vision, having similar work ethics, which I know they do, is extremely important. I know how they both want to grow this business. Uh, so if you guys are thinking about a partner, think about that. Friends, I see this a ton with friends. They're like, they're they're their friend. They might not be your friend in six months if they have a different vision than you. If, they, if you're working harder than them, that is extremely difficult. Um, let's talk about your goals, Anthony, a little bit in the land business. Like, yeah. talk, talk about what you're doing actually right now. Let's Before we go into that, let's talk about like how much mail you're sending right now. Um, What's your role? Let's let's talk about that first. Let's go mail. Yeah. So how much mail are you guys trying to send um, right now versus maybe a couple months from now? What's your plan with mail? Yeah, so right now we're send, our goal is to send 5,000 mailers a month. 
Uh, we're pretty close to that hitting that goal. We're just finishing up pricing for that one you're helping us on. Um, but we want to transition to doing uh, sending 1,000 mailers a week to be more consistent because uh, we got advice from you, I think, on a podcast saying not to send a big bulk one all at once and to spread it out to be more consistent because that's something that we had been struggling with. So we want to get to um, 1,000 mailers a week. And then we want to just, you know, keep snowballing that. So once we start to get some acquisitions and some deals under our belt, like, okay, then we feel comfortable with 2K a week, then we'll feel comfortable with 3K a week, you know, but obviously we'd have to ramp and scale and have good processes in place. So that's where we're thinking long-term is to at least get to like 3K a week. Um, but that's, that's thinking long-term right now we're at 1K a week and we're trying to figure that out. That's, that's not bad at all. Like as you prepare or like, and if you balance it out week to week and send a thousand, like you're going to consistently get phone calls. Yeah. It's not going to be five, 10 a day, but you'll get five to 10 a week. I think pretty easily with sending a thousand mailers a week. Um, but uh, yeah, going off that, what's your, what's your role in the business? What's your dad's are some of those, I know early on, like some of those roles can get overlapped, which isn't a bad thing. Cause you both should learn both sides of the business. Um, but what are those roles look like? What do what do those roles look like right now? Yeah, so right now, actually, the roles we're doing the same thing. We're all we're just learning everything we possibly can and doing it together. And so once we have everything completely figured out and we create um, pretty much like a playbook so we can give to VAs and as well as teams once we expand, um, then, you know, all silo into sales because that's my background and he does operations. That's what he's done pretty much his whole life. Um, so he feels really comfortable on the back end and having everything set in place. But we're really focusing on making sure that we both understand this business as much as possible together. Mm -hmm. That way we can create a playbook though, because I think it's really important if you're looking to scale your business, it wouldn't be wise to not have processes set in place because that way, when you want to hire and expand, you have everything set up, you know what to do and you don't have to uh, consistently go back. Yep. And I think knowing all, I, I like how you guys are doing it because knowing all aspects of the business is extremely important. And there's still so much more to learn for you guys because obviously title, all that stuff is a whole nother learning process and how to deal with them. Um, but I, I, once you, like, I really knew title really well, and I don't know if I've talked about this in a podcast or where it was, but I've talked about it recently. Um, and then now I just, I understand title, but I have someone that works for me that is better at title than I am. And it's nice to separate myself from the deals. And that's where we've kind of gotten these last six to 12 months is separating ourselves from individual deals and just looking at the bigger picture. But uh, you guys are definitely doing it right in terms of that. Um, so yeah, what are your kind of, what are your goals right now as, as far as, I mean, you can talk about profit, take it where you want, Anthony. Um, but what are your goals in the land business short, long-term? Um, yeah, go ahead. Yeah. Well, I guess we start with long-term. Uh, so for long-term, we definitely want to be financially free. I think that's what everyone wants, but we also want to create generational wealth. Um, I really like real estate. Uh, I'm a licensed loan officer as well. So I kind of got into that a little bit. But that's something that we're really focusing on is really creating a family business and expanding. But short-term goal is I would love to get out of my nine-to-five job within like six to eight months if possible. Um, that way I can take this on full-time. That way my dad can still do the job that he loves and we can really hammer things out. But we're still trying to figure out like a mid-term goal, to be honest. But I think that's like a good avenue that we have for a short-term and a long-term goal and a vision in mind. Nice. Yeah, I, I like that a lot. I think I think writing those goals down on paper and kind of breaking them down into almost like months or quarters, like we have rocks, I think we've talked about, which we break down into basically quarters, like what are we trying to 
what's my goal five years from now? What do I need to do this quarter to get me closer to that five-year goal? Um, whether it's personal business, I think breaking it down like that just makes it simpler than just having a five-year goal. I want to make $10 million in five years. Um, but uh, yeah, I honestly don't have that much more. Anything. Like I said, I think your consistency, you and your uh, father's consistency have been really valuable. I think you've been really valuable to the uh, our community in general. But uh, do you have any questions, anything to add um, from here? And any, any yeah, advice I, for someone who's, for someone who's new, I think that might be something, like I said, Anthony's not some crazy veteran or anything like that, but I like where he is. I know where he's going. Um, so I think he can give valuable advice. Yeah. I think the best advice that I can give is, um, I heard this from, I, his name's Jocko Willink. He was a former U uh, S Navy SEAL commander yeah. and his mantra is discipline equals freedom. And I think that's so true and stay disciplined and if you are you know considering this you know i think it's worth jumping in but it's yeah it just all depends on your mindset and how you want to go about things so i think just stay positive and just keep working hard and you know good things can happen yeah don't don't go half in like if you're half in uh sleep on it some more until you're all in like i think that's really important because you can you can lose money in this business if you're not bought in um, if you go and buy education and send one mailer, like there's a chance that mailer is a dud. Um, but if you go and do this consistently for four to six months, you're going to be able to be financially free eventually. You're going to be able to quit your nine to five job. So you need that buy-in. It can't just be like a month buy-in. It needs to be a long-term buy-in. Um, but Anthony, I really appreciate you coming on. I think this is valuable. Like we do interview a lot of people who have been at this five, 10 years and just doing this. Um, your perspective is very valuable, I think, in a different way. Um, but uh, no, I really appreciate you coming on. I appreciate you having me, Ron. Thank you. Awesome. Well, if you guys if you guys uh, want to learn more, go to landinvestingonline.com. Um, the Start Here page, you can uh, schedule a free consultation with Daniel or myself. It's a 15-minute consultation um, if you're serious about this and want to learn more about the business. But other than that, thank you guys. Um, and we'll uh, we'll be back on next time. Thanks.